When we distort reality, we block out any other way of interpreting a specific event. Guided by emotions, a party is either a raging success or a dismal failure. A single criticism is seen as an all-out attack on our person. We are either totally superior or utterly inferior. No wonder all-or-nothing thinking is a major cause of depression and anger. We're depressed because our world seems out of control, and we become angry because nothing we do seems good enough. It's a life without any shadings of gray. When our mindset is on all-or-nothing, our thoughts turn to the extreme. Perfect or imperfect, good or bad, femme fatale or wallflower, saint or demon. All-or-nothing thinking is frequently reflected in a distorted thinker's vocabulary. Words such as always, no way, absolute, perfect, evil, horrible, disastrous, or should be, are second nature to such a person. The all-or-nothing thinker judges him or herself in such a manner as well as other people. Unless something is 100%, the remaining 99% add up to nothing and become meaningless. Can this lead to anything but disappointment in oneself and in those with whom we associate? Take Peter, an attractive, successful account executive who hasn't been able to sustain a relationship, even though he is lonely and definitely wants one. The problem is, he can only deal with a relationship that meets all of his terms and requirements, and that's not likely to happen. Peter met Brenda, a lovely young woman at the gym. Peter visits the gym without fail six days a week, because the need for the perfect body is paramount. He asked Brenda out to a movie, and they had a nice time. Peter considered the possibility that Brenda might be the one for him. On their second date, they went to a dinner. He was eager to let her see his considerable knowledge of wines and when she made it clear that she was impressed, his spirit skyrocketed. Then Brenda ordered the lamb tagine, some type of Moroccan meat stew. How could someone like her eat dead meat? A strict vegetarian, Peter had the lentil and couscous, but he found it impossible to enjoy it, so great was his disappointment. Still, Brenda seemed like a good catch, the perfect match. He decided she simply didn't understand the issues involved, and he could certainly educate her on the subject, make her see the error of her ways. Peter left a message for Brenda a few days later and waited for her call. There was no return call. He didn't consider the possibility that she might not have gotten the message, or that she'd left town for a few days on business. In Peter's mind, it was over. Another relationship down the drain. It never occurred to him to double-check Brenda's situation or to choose to accept her different eating habits. To Peter, it had to be all or nothing. Accepting anything else simply would never be acceptable. Cognitive therapy has proven very successful in identifying distorted thinking that has no gray areas. If you know someone who thinks in terms of black and white, it can help to point out that never and absolutist thinking are self-defeating. Suggest to the person that using the word and instead of or can be quite revealing. For example, a person can be a meat-eater and good instead of a meat-eater or good. That's a crucial mental shift in thinking that moves the mind away from absolutes. It opens up different options. All-or-nothing thinking effectively divides the mind into two, the way things are and the way you want them to be.